Welcome citizens, you're listening to New Amsterdam Radio, the podcast for creatives. Here, thinkers and doers always have a key to the city. The mayor is in, so office hours start now. New Amsterdam Radio starts now, and uh, congratulations to us. <laughs> eight season, season number eight, call it the season premiere of new Amsterdam radio. It's fall, but as I record this in Los Angeles, you couldn't tell we're doing a, another heat wave, which seems to be pretty much part of the course if you live out here. There's always that week in September, uh, they would have a heat wave that comes out of absolutely nowhere. Uh, I still am pretty bitter. About five, ten years ago, I was in the whole craft brew craze. I remember a heat wave rolled through Los Angeles back when I was trying to make my own little lager slash pilsner. It infected everything. So I've been bitter about the weather ever since. But that's not about that. It's not about me. It's about you, creatives, entrepreneurs, thinkers, and doers. Thank you so much for making this show a possibility and reality for eight seasons and going. NewAmsterdam.com at New Amsterdam on Instagram at New underscore Amsterdam on that. So what's up? Today's guest, Chris Kepler, someone who is a writer, a voice actor, and a podcaster in her own right. Being able to sit down with her to see what was her strategy of doing all those things to present a her brand and to make a name for herself, even at her age, has been something that's been Give me a little bit of that warm and fuzzy feeling that success really has no age limit or no age barrier. You're going to love it too. Chris Kepler is fantastic. If you haven't linked up with her on social media, you should. Chris Kepler, right now. Welcome back to New Am Sam Radio, the podcast for creatives. It is I, the mayor, Flopo Boys, in the mayor's office, speaking with those who are doing the thing. But my guest is doing the thing with the power of the voice. Please welcome Chris Kepler, who's a narrator, actor, voice actor, and producer, and does so much more. Chris, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. So we were complaining, well, I was complaining about the fact that I am recording this under overcast skies here in Los Angeles, where you're just out there yeah. just having fun in the sun in yeah. the Pacific Northwest. What is going on? Yeah, I was surprised too. I thought it was always sunny in LA. Yeah, something was wrong with the brochure. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a Monday where I record this. Uh, do you, do you, are you pro-Monday? Are you anti-Monday? What do you end on? No, no. I'm pretty good on Monday. Monday is always a busy day for me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm, you know, making sure that my podcast is, well, I'm making sure my podcast is spread out there to everyone and thanking the writer um, that wrote the story that I narrated. And yeah. so, yeah, um, Monday, I'm, I'm good on Mondays. It's Fridays where I'm like dog tired sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know what? Let's talk about this first. The podcast that this happened to you. Uh, it yes. is a weekly tale. And you describe it in a very unique way. But it, for me, from someone that grew up with uh, the rest of the story, you know, Paul Harvey, it is kind of a yeah. twist on that. It's just crazy yeah. stories featuring characters that you don't see coming. But how would you describe the show? Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's about life and befuddlement. Mm -hmm. And it's a micro audio book just for you. And my fans describe it as bite-sized fun. It's very short. It's about yeah. five, ten minutes. Yeah. And and it's just uh, a quick giggle for the week where you go, I had no idea that happened to people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
it's a question I get a lot. What made you decide to, to do the podcast? Like, I, there's like a lot of podcasts out there, but you're like, you know what? This is like my thing, and it's and right now it's getting a following. You say, yeah. Um, well, uh, it started out as a one woman show. Oh. Yeah, and uh, in fact, you can see the show. It's about ten minutes on my YouTube channel, and it's called "Does This Happen to You at the Gym?" And it was <laughs> my weird stories about weird things that happen to me at the gym because <laughs> yeah. I work out a lot. Yeah. And so, um, you know, then I got in more into voiceover and then somebody said, Oh, you should try podcasting. And it's like, Oh, maybe I'll write. I started out writing my own stuff and it's like, there's no way I can write enough stuff to do a weekly podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. And, and so then I, I, you know, connected with some writers whose stories I loved and said, you know, can I narrate this? And by, at that time, I was starting to narrate audiobooks too. But I just, my favorite thing is to just tell funny stories about the weird things that happen during grocery shopping or going to the gym or just, yeah. 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 I understand the whole the gym thing, you know. I'm out there trying to get my swole on, and everything's, you know, everything happens. Uh, the gym, I don't go to anymore because of the pandemic. But when I used to go at uh, a place in Culver City called Anytime Fitness, uh, gladly I wasn't there. But one day I went to the gym and it was closed. And I go, "Hey, why are you closed? Or Anytime yeah. Fitness?" And they go, yeah, "Yeah, someone drove their SUV through the front door." You're like, "What? <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'll I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, so even yeah. though I, I do the podcasting thing, I'm a broadcaster. I do esports. Uh, I'm a wedding DJ. For me, the original expression of of my entertainment journey was stand up comedy. 2014, got on stage for the first time. I think everything kind of came from that. What was your original expression? What was your use first use of the instrument? Uh, it was actually singing. I started out as a singer. And um, I started out in junior high in choir and I kept singing. I just, I loved to sing. I was told I couldn't sing, that I would never sing, but you know, it's like, no, I enjoyed doing this. So I kept at it. Yeah. And um, eventually got some lessons and lo and behold, I could sing. Right. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Well, that's very interesting because usually it's for me, a naysayer stopped me from drawing. And I know I can't draw anymore because I didn't practice at it, but you just had to keep doing it. That's awesome. I just kept doing it until I finally got better. I actually sang some opera eventually, believe it or not. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, then I got bored with choir. And so I sort of quit for a while. And then a blind date took me to a Gilbert and Sullivan production. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so a lot of variables there. Because first of all, blind dates are just annoying to begin with. But you're like, yeah, I'm gonna go on it, and then yeah. and then was chosen to go to. Okay, so what happened yeah. then? Yeah, on the back of the program, it said, "Hey, we're looking for chorus members," and I'm like, "Well, that sounds interesting." And I sort of like to start singing again, and so I went and auditioned, and in the next production, I was a fairy with a wand and wings in Iolanthe. <laughs> so your, your date is like, what are you doing sling off into space? You're like, I'm contemplating the next step of my career? Is that, is that what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is really cool. Because, you know, yeah. we always talk about, like, the, the call to action moment, the exciting incident. I, yeah. that, that right there is like so, for a movie. That was the call to action. Yeah, the date didn't turn into a second date. But, hey, it turned into... <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> the fairy. <laughs> and, and so the fairy stuff was great? Or you kind of like, oh, this is what uh, I want to do? Was it no, instant bug? Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked it. It was fun. It was like you weren't just standing up there in a black dress singing. It was like you got to dance around. You got to sing. You got to, you know, wave your wand around. It, it was it was fun. I had fun. And so so I just kept doing it. I did some more chorus stuff. And then it's like, you know, hey, I want to be at the front of the stage. Right. Yeah. And so that meant acting lessons. And then it just sort of, you know, it snowballed into acting, did some opera, got into more acting, got into film acting, then got into voiceover. Really love voiceover. Yeah. Love voiceover because I get to combine my acting and my singing. Acting terrifies me um because i am awful at memorization what was your technique to keep the the lines down well i'm lucky i have to say i'm lucky because i've always been good at memorization and, <laughs> the get better flow though oh <laughs> yeah i just have to keep doing it i mean i just did in a, a commercial you know a training video audition this week where mm -hmm. i just had to memorize like five or six lines and um I, I just, I use some techniques to do that. It's like, you know, key your last word in the sentence keys you to your next word in the next sentence. Um, and I, I just, yeah, it's, yeah. If you keep doing it, I have to keep doing it because I, I'm, you know, I have an agent here in town and I'm getting auditions and so, but I got to memorize. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you mentioned doing the voiceover work, and that seems to be yeah. wh whether or not due to the pandemic or not. Uh, it's a career path that's getting a lot more popular. What's been your yes. experience slicing and dicing through those auditions to get yourself seen, to get yourself heard, to get yourself booked on projects? Oh, it's one of the reasons I do my podcasts because that you know features my narration. Mm -hmm. um, and actually, um, I booked a job earlier this year narrating some stories for a podcast just through being part of the podcast community. And they knew about me. They, you know, they knew that I did voiceover. And so when they needed an older voice, yeah, uh, they hired me. So I was like, they yeah. couldn't look. I mean, you sound you sound youthful. What do you mean an older voice? What does <laughs> no, that sound no. like? <laughs> I I psh, that's what I hear most often. It's like, oh, your voice is kind of old. It's like ah. that's that's the challenge right now. Um having an old what sounds like an older, you know, late middle age to older voice to Couldn't a lot of people. Couldn't that's tell you. what it sounds like, yeah. Well, I hate my voice, even though I broadcast all the time. Oh, oh no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I, I sound like a boy getting strangled. Um, <laughs> what, what has been a, a role that you, I mean, granted, the next, the best role is the next role. But, like, what's been a role that you really can really say, oh, man, that's my signature turn at a character on the voiceover space? <sighs> for, uh, for a game, for an app. Uh think it's a gaming app i you, you don't always get very much information because you know these projects are you know don't right. want them too much information to get out but um i voiced it and there were no words i was just looking at i was voicing a harpy <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah and there were there were no words. It was all I was making sounds that went with the illustrations that he had for. Yeah. 
how do you does someone go look man that was a great heartbeat but listen i need you to really bring it this time <laughs> <laughs> what, what references are you pulling to be a heartbeat uh he had pictures okay and uh he had told me what he liked about my audition and so i knew sort of what sounds i was looking for and then mm -hmm. i was just i was you know in my mind i'm envisioning that harpy what i'm feeling and then he did have some pictures for me yeah uh to say this is what's happening to the harpy and so then i go well how would this harpy feel when this <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you got a chance to play the game? Did you get the sense to hear your voice with the the? the no, not yet. I sometimes don't even know if they even happen. You know. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, um, if it does come yeah. out, please let me know. I would love to hear. Okay. I the there is. I do have uh, a game credit uh, for the game Agony on my IMDb page. Oh, there. nice. Yeah. And uh, that was I scared my dogs. <laughs> voicing yeah. that it's the game is literally a trip through hell oh well oh it's go. scary it's you, scary so you work at home you do everything yeah, yeah, yeah. In the studio at home oh do everything at home yeah that's kind of cool yeah right? being able to roll out of bed and, and oh and have it's to commute. really nice yeah 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 was that before well, the pandemic yes i've had my studio for several years now yeah Oh, cool. You know, when I, I would hear voice actors and, and it's kind of like a, uh, but it's a spitting contest. Like, oh, my booth has sound editing or my booth has a T1 line. Uh, is it like that with your circle? Or is it supportive in Seattle or is it, is it competitive? What's the community? I like? mean, it's pretty supportive here in yeah. Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's always good to be because again, as a, as a comedian living in Los Angeles, it can uh -huh. be very like, like this and that and that. But then you found like pockets oh, of people who are supportive inside this giant shark tank. It's uh yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like it's like prison in the best the best way possible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not advocating for prison, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. So you you're doing the voice work and you're doing the podcast, and I know it's yeah. a lot going from you're creating your own content to getting your name out there, and I'm sure you have other like real world responsibilities. How do you balance it all day to day? Because I, I don't know about you, but I am afternoon pick me up years old. Uh, I need caffeine <laughs> to my push my through myself through. Oh yeah, I need my morning coffee. Yeah. Uh, I need my morning coffee. Um I find uh well, I have two dogs that I walk every day. That oh. really, that really helps, you know, to sort of, you know, and then I engage in a lot of uh, planning out my, my week. I plan out my week. Um, I try to make sure right now that I don't overbook myself. Sure. Um, and, and I'm, and prioritizing, you know, the stuff that pays, that pays right. gets done first. Or, you know, as much as I can, I'm uh, expanding my writing career, too, at this point. So, um, and I'm finding I'm assigning myself some challenging stories to write. It's like, oh, that's taking yeah. longer than I thought it would. But, um, but yeah, I, I find that planning more than anything and not overloading myself is... What's, what's your writing style? Is it more nonfiction, fiction, novels? Like uh, nonfiction. Things? I'm a okay. nonfiction. Oh, uh, what's uh your beat? I guess your <laughs> your subgenre. Um, well, I like to write comedy, okay. and uh, health and fitness. Um, I write a small business technology blog for an IT company in California. Nice. 
Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I find technology interesting. So yeah. Uh, yeah. When I was uh, trying to do the, the moonlight stuff, like I was, I was working a day job and, and, and trying to perform like Batman oh. at these, at these nightclubs. Yeah. I worked at this uh, test and measurement equipment company and I was their content person. And I am, you know, my dad's an electrical engineer. I am not an electrical engineer. And so uh -huh. to switch from those kind of brains was like, for me, it was like a challenge to go from like, isn't it funny? Uh -huh. Hot dogs comes in packs of eight to be like, well, oscilloscopes are the best kind of. Oh <laughs> my God. To gosh. me, it was like I was wow. playing so many things at once. So the, the, yeah. the fact you can bounce that with a plum, it's fantastic. Probably wow. inspiring for our listeners right now. So it is 2022. Not sure how it is where you are in the pandemic, post-pandemic, post-post-pandemic. Uh, what's the back half of the year look like for you? Is anything left on your bucket list to accomplish this year? Oh, yeah. I am, uh, like I say, uh, upping my writing game. Mm -hmm. um, trying to churn out a story every couple weeks, at least once a week, if possible and uh busy auditioning it's busy season here in seattle uh, because the weather's nice right um and so there's a lot of filming going on um and uh that you know i'm always uh, still trying to book that you know ongoing uh voiceover job yeah, that's always hard. So much of them are are one offs. So, but trying to find one that is a more steady gig. So, yeah, sure. Is yeah. is that like a a voice of a brand, like a like the Tombo Debt from Motel Six? Is it like a character in an audio drama? What was a more consistent? Voice no, it would over? be some e learn. You know, a course, an e learning course, maybe oh, a right. YouTube channel, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, I don't do a lot of commercial voiceover i get some of it through my agent but uh, mostly yeah. mostly my voiceovers audiobooks you know always looking for the next audiobook too but e-learning um video video stuff i was uh i did several videos as a voiceover as a dog trainer <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was kind of interesting <laughs> yeah how was that even like was that fun was it kind of like oh i'll never do that again or uh, it was fun. It's like, oh, I never I have two dogs. It's like, oh, never thought about trying that. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about the 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 audiobooks because yeah. I, I had written a book. Uh, <laughs> look at me, I wrote a book, and I was trying to find someone to do to my audiobooks. But I realized how much of an endeavor that is. And my book was short, uh -huh. it was like forty thousand words. But like, I, I could imagine getting getting the copy. And being like, yeah, you're going to commit weeks to this, if not months. How does that? How does that work? Uh, yeah, they're, they're huge projects, um, and you know that includes reading the book, um, and you know going through it for pacing. You know, other any other the other thing that's surprising is, yeah, I've been pronouncing this word that way for years, and uh oh. <laughs> I hear it's you. not right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> and and then of course the, the narration, you know, it's it's can be hours in your in your booth. Like you said, what you your book was like forty thousand words. That's like tiny. That's four four. That's at least five or six hours in the booth just narrating it. 
And then there's another three to four hours per hour of narration, editing it and producing, you know, producing it. So it's like, it's, it's a huge amount of time. Uh, Yeah. That's at least a week and a half, a couple weeks. (laughs) Do you produce your own stuff or do you send it off to like your producer offsite? No, I taught myself how to produce books, the books myself. Wow. So, How do you find the time, this gambler? Like, what? How are you doing that and, and taking care of your dogs and, and doing other stuff too? Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. If you have a book, you really have to. You're 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 planned out weeks weeks yeah. of time is planned out. Yeah, that's the only yeah. way you'll get through it. The only way and you'll get through it is it worth the worth the time? Is it kind of like you can do well per project, or you have to work on the volume? Um, well, like going into details. Uh, yeah, the. Uh, with audiobooks, it's it's a per project thing, okay. you know, because churning out it's really hard to churn out a lot of. Vo- if you're going to churn out a lot of volume with an audiobook, yeah, you'd have to hand it off to an engineer, right? To then, you know, produce it because there's just no way. Um, so generally, I look at it as a you know, per project per book. Here's a question I ask pretty much all of my guests, and I'm going to ask you the same. Do you do days off? And if so, what does one look like? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know, uh, from Friday after 6 through Sunday morning, is that's my time off. I Yeah. I Otherwise, I'd go. I just get too tired. I go nuts. You, You have to take at least a day off. A week where you just don't think about any you know i go out and work on my garden um, um yeah go out and work in the garden work in the yard sit and read just do things you enjoy yeah you just okay. you have to have a day off yeah well i'm from brooklyn so working in the yard was definitely a chore so i would, oh, yeah. <laughs> I would never do that willingly but if you do that's great <laughs> Yeah, we have a work big, in the yard. You're like, no. Yeah, we have a big yard, but it's 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 nice. You know, yeah. in the spring I grow spicy mustard greens. I have we have raspberries, I have a strawberry garden. Uh, I have an elder couple elderberry trees. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So yeah, so it's um it's not it's a nice way to relax and you know forget about everything else and yeah so you know the kind of person to go downtown to the clubs it's it's, it's no, no. <laughs> well I, i'm trying to scope off things because the mlb all-star game is going to be style next july i'm trying to figure out what should i do so, really wow yeah. yeah i mean he's a baseball person uh baseball person baseball uh, we got that you know new arena and everything so yeah yeah they'll be yeah. Able to- close uh yeah. <laughs> is, is there such a thing uh as the concept of being self-made and if so are you self-made self-made wow <laughs> yeah um yeah d- yeah and and uh, i you know everybody should be self-made because right. you don't want to be like anyone else i you know, I don't understand why anyone would want to be like anyone else. Right. Um, yeah. And so, yes, I am definitely self-made a little on the weirder side, but. <laughs> well, you're not weird to me. Uh, oh. I had a 
again to check out your YouTube channel. A lot of cool stuff. The podcast episodes up there. This has happened to you. But uh, Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, do we have Sam Radio, the podcast for creatives? If someone wanted to connect with you, book you, high five you at a convention, um, how'd they go about doing that? <laughs> well, I have a website, uh, chriskepler.com. That's K E P P E L E R. That's very German. And um, I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me on Twitter at Chris KK Aria, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. So, yeah, lots of ways, lots of ways to connect with me. Yeah. I, 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 I haven't <laughs> logged into my Pinterest in like 10 years, but I'm, I'm definitely going to do it to connect with you. I'm going to dust it off. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> So look out for that. Any upcoming projects you keep an eye on? Um, I'm waiting to hear about the uh, stories that um, I voiced for that new podcast called, I think it's called Right Here, Right Now Vocal. They haven't, don't have a release date yet, but that was really wonderful. I was, um, it's going to be great because we were narrating uh award-winning short stories the stories were fantastic oh wow so it's it's going to be great when it comes out um but i i don't have a release date yet hopefully sometime next month well definitely look out for that for sure uh thanks again for being on the show appreciate you thank you <laughs>